Hello. Hello. We are back with another week of The Bachelorette. My name is Ariel. I am Marsha. I'm the mom. Oh, and I, I'm the daughter, but Obviously. I forgot to say that. Um, we are the Rosettes, and we are the only mother-daughter bachelor podcast. Or at least the number one. Probably. We still haven't looked that thoroughly to see if there's anyone else like that. Well, obviously there's no one else like us, but we haven't Clearly. checked to see if there's any other mother-daughter bachelor. And we should all be grateful for that. Yeah. <laughs> but there has been, there's not a whole lot of news. Bachelor Nation news. Not a whole lot of news, but there uh, is more news about Jed and his tomfoolery. <laughs> to put it mildly, yes. He, the, the Jed saga continues. It turns out that even when he was with this girl... Whose name is Haley Stevens. I finally kind of figured out exactly what Haley Stevens. And she's been making the rounds on the talk radio circuit. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. But... Apparently, when he was still dating this chick before he came on the show to, like, date Hannah, he was cheating on her anyway. Mm -hmm. So he was cheating on her before he even told her he was going to cheat on her with Hannah. So. Right. So this Haley person, I guess it was Reality Steve uncovered this other person that Jed supposedly slept with, like, ten days before he went to the Bahamas with Haley. And he had, like, you know, text messages and stuff to show it. And I guess when he was talking to her, when he, I haven't listened to the whole thing because there's spoilers, but my understanding is when he was talking to Haley during his show that he revealed this to her thinking she already knew it and she didn't. Oh, <laughs> that is some good radio show, though. Mm, yeah, we'll have to listen to it when it's all over. But, yeah, but, so apparently Jed's Jed's a dog, apparently. But, which know, is so sad because he seems... Now this changes my whole view, like the whole way I watch the show. Isn't that interesting, though? Isn't that fascinating how a little nugget of information, albeit a big nugget in this case changes your perspective of a person so like everything he said and did prior to our knowledge of this we saw in one way and now everything post this nugget of information we see in everything he does we evaluate in a different way mm -hmm. well and this particular episode has a couple different instances of that mm -hmm. because we also saw and i never liked garrett i always expected him to end up being like this because he plays golf he lives in some horrible place. I don't remember where he's from. <laughs> he's from Georgia. He lives in Georgia, Georgia's I guess. Georgia's not awful okay. all over. Okay, they've got a bopping a bopping song. Well, yeah. Atlanta's <laughs> supposed to be really cool, really cool. I think I actually flew out of Atlanta one time for something, but I've never been to Georgia, so I can't really speak. I think he's from Georgia. I'm not. Oh no, maybe he's the one from Alabama. I thought he was from Al yeah. Yeah, that's, that's right. I Luke P from is from Al Luke P is from Georgia. Okay. And Garrett's from Alabama. See, that's Sorry. what I thought. Yeah. Sorry. So. Still, yeah. So, and I, so I, and his name's Garrett. So I knew, <laughs> I always knew he was going to end up being trash. Mom still liked him, though. Mom liked uh, him for most of the show until the past couple uh, episodes. Yeah, he's gotten really smug. Yeah. Not even smug. He's just a rude person. He's, I honestly, opinion time, I hate Garrett as much as I hate Luke. They're on the same level for me. Mm, and not for me, just because I, I fear that Luke might, I think Luke needs psyche, like help, right? And I think he's potentially a dangerous person. 
I think Garrett's just conceited and smug. I don't think he's going to hurt anybody, you know, physically. I, I just think they're a little bit different. Um, I still hate both of them the same. <laughs> but anyway. What, what so. we were going to say about Garrett is that he, last year's Garrett, liked some unfortunate things on social media and posted some kind of racist things. Yeah. He didn't really post any anti-women things, but he kind of posted a bunch of racist things and a bunch of, like, anti-fair wages kind of things. Yeah. He's of the opinion that it doesn't matter to what station one is born that... And, you know, and there's some nugget of truth to that. I mean, any, in America, anybody can make it is the... Is the, the theory. The theory. But unfortunately, that theory has sort of lost a lot of traction in the past 20 or 30 years. And, yeah, I I don't agree with anything that Garrett has liked or endorsed that we've seen on social media, of course. That's just wrong. But I just like to put it out there that I never liked Garrett and that my view hasn't really changed about him from this nugget of information but yours kind of has. Mine kind of has a little bit, yeah. You know, and here's... Okay, can, I'm going to skip ahead just a little bit because we're talking about Garrett right now. During their talk... So when Hannah has her date with Garrett, they have a chat, and his sob story, quote-unquote, is that his whole family played football, but he didn't like football, so he decided to play golf. Wow, what an empowering story. Now go fly your golf clubs on an airplane or something. <laughs> I cried that's aloud. I cried for days after that story. No, I didn't. So what I thought about that story, I was thinking about this morning, I think he was trying to telegraph to Hannah that he's wealthy. Right? He's trying to say, here's my sob story. I'm rich. Just so you know, so you might want to pick me. What do you think of yeah, that theory? But she made a butt ton of money doing this show. She doesn't need anyone for their money. Well, still. What do they say in How to Marry a Millionaire? It's it's just as easy to marry a rich man as a poor man. Or fall in love with a rich man as a poor man. Or something like that. So I don't know. I, I've never seen that. I think that's what he was doing. That's all I'm saying. That might be what he was doing. But if that's what he was doing, it was stupid. Because she is doing fine for herself. Also, <laughs> it's stupid because she, she doesn't... She loves football. Don't, yeah. Don't tell her you don't love football, you dummy. She yeah. loves, that's like her main thing in life is football. Football and pageants. Yeah. But, all right, should we So that was a it? weird news segment, but. Yeah. Well, mostly we just found out that more people that are on the show. Oh, also, Pilot Pete, although he did remember to break up with his girlfriend before coming on the show, did break up with his girlfriend to come on The Bachelorette. Well, just a little bit before he came. I get that, though. I mean, it's it's not ideal, but, you know, at least he was honest with her. At least he had this opportunity and he took it and he didn't want her to be flailing around waiting for him. Well, yeah, but in this one-on-one date, because Pete gets a one-on-one date this week, he talks about a girl he used to date, but he doesn't tell Hannah that he literally was dating her, like, a month before. Well, to be fair, though, we don't know that, that he talked about the one girl he's been in love with. That doesn't necessarily mean that that was the girl that he dumped okay. before he came on the okay. show. Okay, I get you. Pilot Pete may not be sullied. No, no, no. Pilot Pete does this with his arms. Yeah, he's, he's five. So cute. I love him. He's five. Okay, let's right. just talk that about the episode. Weird. Yeah, Bachelor Nation news. Anyway, episode. Uh, folksy music. They're in Riga, Latvia. Hannah, our our lovely lector, says she feels like she's in a fairy tale movie, and they show all the beautiful landscape of Latvia, which makes me almost want to go there. Although I'm still not really sure where. Just because Pilot Pete told us it was south of Estonia, that doesn't help me know. <laughs> 
she wants to be romanced and go on adventures in Riga. And the city's super pretty. It Walmart is gorgeous. It's beautiful. But, yeah. yeah. So the bros are walking around Riga's street, and Peter, for all you fantasy leakers, says it's an easy place to fall in love. Oh. And they check into a new hotel, and it looks to me like it's where they're going to have their corridor fights, where they sh- they've been like... does look like they're going to have their corridor like fights. <laughs> corridor fight. That they've been previewing all year. Some people might call it a hallway fight, because I don't know if that really <laughs> counts as corridors. Well, whatever. The bros are chatting, and, and Luke is talking about how he didn't get any time with Hannah last week, blah, blah, blah. And Tyler, we love you, Tyler. Tyler's the best. <laughs> says that that Luke has now had a taste of his own medicine. So I thought that was, you know, we're back on the stay in your lane, you know, conversation. This whole episode is going to be dominated by her stay in your lane comment from last week. Yeah. And I think she kind of just said that because she was like, last week, because I think TBH, I think she was a little bit drunk. And I think she was not really like, she was like, well, that seems like the easiest thing to say. Yeah. Well, they were taking it to heart. So the date card comes and Mike, our lovely Mike. I love Mike. He reads the date card. He said, the date card says, Garrett, can I trust your love? And Garrett says, yes, she can. No, she can't. Hannah, don't do it. (laughs) And then aside, Luke P. says, this is the first time he's genuinely been jealous. Um, And basically, he reiterates for the millionth time that he thinks these other guys are no good for her. And he's the only one that can really be her man. If Luke is only jealous of Garrett out of all the people she's gone out with, he's dumb. He's super dumb. Yeah. Garrett's probably one of the least threatening ones there. And like, if he's not threatened by Tyler or by Mike, right. Bo- both of them are so much more handsome than either Luke or Garrett. Yeah. And the fact that he's threatened True. by Garrett, I'm like... And they also seem much nicer. I mean, Garrett's kind of a bully. Yeah. And, you know, we've seen him be really aggressive and really... And it's going to keep going in that direction, unfortunately. Really smug. But maybe that's why Luke... That might be... Luke might be so arrogant that he's sure that Hannah's into him. That since Garrett also shows some aggressive behavior, maybe that's, that's why signal. he's threatened. Because yeah. he thinks it's mirroring his behavior. I see what you're way. saying. But that's just gross and narcissistic. <laughs> Well, I think they both are. Anywho, it's time for Lecter and Garrett's date. There's romantic music, and they meet in the woods of Latvia. They and the hug. woods are so pretty. They are. They look freezing cold, though. It, yeah. Yeah, preface this date, it looks freezing cold. FYI. They're all wearing a bunch, like, both of them are wearing a bunch of coats. A bunch of layers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're walking. Hannah, in her little pre-date ITM says that she wants Garrett to open up and they're going to take a leap for love so obviously we see a bungee jump coming or some sort of height defying fear activity. So a cable car is in the sky and they see a couple of people bungee jump out of the cable car but Hannah says or both of them say wait what are they naked? And Lecter says no 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 they're butt ass naked. (laughs) Which is pretty cute. <laughs> and there's black boxes covering the Yeah, the they borrowed the jumpers. black box from 
paradise, paradise again. To cover the naked people who are bungee jumping. Garrett says, yeah, they're naked, all right. And you can see that Garrett's a lot more excited about this than Hannah's going to be. Because Hannah, she was excited because she knew they were bungee jumping. But now that she knows that they're doing it naked, she's, she's a little like, hesitant. Yeah. I don't know, dude. So I had the subtitles on. And there was a commercial. And they, when they came back from commercial, the subtitle said, Distance Screams. <laughs> For the the bungee jumpers. Why are they naked? Hannah asks. Does that help in some way? (laughs) I just wish I could be in her brain to see, to figure out what she meant by that. Maybe she meant, does it help you, like, be more comfortable and not so scared? Or, like, I don't know. Aerodynamic or something? (laughs) Make it faster because there's less resistance. (laughs) So she said she thought she had the upper hand on Garrett because she knew about the bungee jumping, but she didn't know they were naked. And she says apparently people in Latvia jump naked. It's like a tradition. And the people, uh, the couple lands and they come and talk to them and they're like, and they're just talking to them naked. Yeah, their names are Gunt and Christiana, or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> Gunt. <laughs> and they are the most gorgeous people I've ever seen. They they're are a really gorgeous couple. And they're more gorgeous than anybody on The Bachelorette, except maybe Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> Hannah's, <laughs> Hannah's like, all right, Gary, you can go. <laughs> I'm going to go jump with Gunt. <laughs> Love me some goot. And they're just super naked, and they're like, oh, it's so fun to just jump naked in Latvia. It's something we do all the time. It is tradition for couples to jump naked in Latvia. And Hannah's like, well, if Goot says to jump (laughs) naked, I'm obviously going to jump naked. But she does say, my mama's going to kill me. My mama's going to kill me. But when in Latvia... Do the Latvia way. Yeah, I think her mom would be chill. Well, yeah. Well, would you, what, what would you do? If you if you jump naked, I mean, I would assume, I, well, I heard later, like, in an interview with Hannah that she, she had her underwear she on. She had her both, underwear Both on. of them had yeah. their underwear on, apparently. And so, I don't know, whatever. I, you only live once, right? Yeah. YOLO. You gotta jump. It's like a cultural experience. Now, on the other hand, though, I would, if I was there to advise you, I would say, if you're not wearing a bra, it's going to hurt. That's true. But my boobs are a little bigger than Hannah's. We, yeah, a little, yeah. A little bit. But she still wore her earrings when she jumped. She had these big drop earrings. Yeah, on, I, and I was like, that. Oh, I know. Like, Why didn't they tell her to take and those, those off? And those look expensive. Yeah, I, I was, was like, like that, looked, that looked like the most painful part of the thing. Like, that would hurt. Yeah, that would. Anyway, it looks freezing. Um, so they come out and they say that too. They see, they see Goot and they're like, oh, you cold? (laughs) (laughs) Poor Goot. Um, so they, they have their robes on, you know. Oh, and I noticed during this part, they both kept covering their nose and mouth. Why? Were they cold? Did something smell bad? Like the whole time when they're getting ready to jump, they keep going like this. I think they're just scared. Maybe they're just scared. They're 43 meters up in the air, which I googled is about 140 feet. Or 140 feet. Yeah, yeah. So that's not super high, but that's pretty high. Higher than I want to jump out of anything. That's pretty high. Yeah. She, you know, she has this little mantra mantra to herself. Strong and courageous, strong and courageous, strong and courageous. And Garrett says he's going to take care of her and comfort her. They both agree they're freezing. Garrett says, we'll be laughing about it soon. And then the black boxes commence. Yeah. Lecter takes off her bra and they jump. Before, Right before they jump, she says, oh, my freaking freak. Or mm-hmm. my freak or whatever. <laughs> I love Hannah. She's so funny. I do too. Um, and then the camera like zooms in on her bra that's on the ground. 
But I don't think that's actually her bra. I think they brought, like, a stage bra with them because they keep going back to that bra. I think the bra on the ground, of on the on the floor of the cable car thing is her bra, but I don't think the bra that they throw into the river later is her it bra. It looks like the same bra, It does though. look like the same bra. You never know. But I, I hate the idea of throwing away an expensive bra. Yeah. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> when they finally do jump, you can see it's snowing really hard. The snow is obvious. Oh, I didn't notice the snow. Oh, yeah. it's It was, like, coming down. And more, much more so, you didn't notice that with the other couple, but you did with them, with Lecter. And one of the last things she says before she jumps is that the old Hannah was, you know, stymied by fear. She didn't say the word stymied, but that was the best way I could summarize it. That fear kept her from living her fullest life. And that's that, that Hannah is not the new Hannah. And Garrett screams just as much as Hannah does, screaming their butts off. Yeah. And then they, like, kiss while they're bouncing up and down after the jump. Uh-huh. And it's, like, a super awkward kiss. I'm like... Well, he says, come here, you beautiful woman. I'm like, well, where else is she gonna go? <laughs> she lets go. She's like, nope. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> well, with Garrett, you wouldn't do that with Mike, though. No, I wouldn't do that with Mike, no. <laughs> anyway, so they have... They do the trauma bonding thing that people do when they bungee jump, and afterwards, uh, they come out in their robe. They're still in robes, and it's free cold but they have a fire and some champagne and they make out and visit a little bit that's when her, her bra comes falling from the sky into the river and Lecter points out that she, I do have a nice booty <laughs> yeah is that a is that everything on that day? yeah pretty much do they have dinner yeah. oh yeah they, they have, have dinner. dinner and so they go and they have dinner and I wrote that I liked Garrett's coat I don't remember what either I of don't, them were wearing. I don't remember his coat at this point. She was wearing that pink, all pink, and she had a fuzzy pink coat, and underneath she had pink pants and a lacy pink shirt and the gray beads. Oh, I kind of liked that, beads. except without the gray beads. Exactly. I felt the same way, yeah. At first I was like, ah, what is this? But, oh, you know what? Can I tell something that I saw in another program? Yes. On Lauren Zima's Roses and Rosé? Yes. She said that it looked like... Hannah, that outfit looked like Hannah was Elle Woods meets Cruella DeVille. <laughs> Pink furry thing. <laughs> I love Lauren Zima. I do too. She's so funny. So talented. So talented. Anywho, so that's that's the best. Yeah, she looked exactly like that. And they're eating dinner and they're like chit-chatting. And he does, he to his credit, he does ask her questions about herself. But he was fortunate enough to have her... Be like, why aren't you guys asking about me just the week before? Right, right. She talks, during their dinner, she talks about who she got to see Goont. That's when she saw Goont stand up after the fall. That's a real (laughs) ding-dong! Exactly. Just wanted to make sure we got the (laughs) ding-dong. Garrett says, heights are a big hurdle for him to overcome. And what hurdles have you had? Which is a good question. Yay, finally. Mm -hmm. But Hannah's hurdles aren't. I mean, she doesn't give anything specific. She just basically says that she's been learning not to let other people control her. And um, nothing has been coming up throughout a lot of dates, which makes me feel really bad for her. She must have let a lot of people manipulate her. Yeah, she's really, the whole kind of main theme of the season, I feel like, for her is that she's coming into her own, finally taking control as a grown woman. Mm-hmm. You know, because only 24 or 25 years old. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just finding her footing. Um, she said that she let fear of rejection really control her life. Mm-hmm. And that she's trying to get over that. 
Yeah. Sad. And then Garrett's like, well, speaking of you letting people control you, I'm going to try to control you by telling you I'm rich. Yeah. <laughs> and his stupid sob story about. Yeah, it's just so we mentioned stupid. It earlier, but... We'll mention it again since this story happens in the episode, but he's like, everybody wanted me to play football. I was a football star. And I was gonna, I was really good. People wanted me to keep playing it, but it just didn't make me happy. And I needed to be happy, so I chose golf because I can take my golf clubs on airplanes. <laughs> he didn't say that part, but but yeah, it was implied. It was implied. <laughs> yeah, it was the dumbest sob story I've ever heard. But oh, you know, who am I to judge? Who knows? Maybe it was really. But she's being all smiley and stuff during it too. But through this, throughout this whole date, I'm just like I watched it by myself this week, and I watched it kind of late. Um, and my brother was down here, like, down in the office, watch, or playing video games or something while I was upstairs watching the episode, and I kept yelling at Garrett how much of an idiot he was, (laughs) and Jack was like, are you talking to yourself while watching the TV? And I was like, no, Jack, I'm talking to Garrett through the TV, because he's a freaking idiot. (laughs) And, um, yeah. They, um, eventually Garrett tells her, he says he's... I'm falling in love for you. <laughs> what a freaking idiot. What a dumb thing to say. I forgot he I said mean, that. I think it was a Freudian slip. I think it basically meant, I'm in this situation, I want to get further, so I'm going to fall in love for your sake, you know, just so we can get this done and move along. <laughs> yeah. I think, he, I think he sort of meant to, I think it was an accident, but I think it sort of reflects what he really felt. Yeah, no, I agree. Mm-hmm. But also, if he did just say it that way just because, then he's an idiot. <laughs> I'm not feeling that they're really hot for each other, but she does say, just like Becca did last year, she says Garrett feels like home, and mm-hmm. he gets the rose. They down after their date, also though you do, and since we see more of Garrett this episode, you do notice more of his the way he exaggerates his accent mm-hmm. in front of her than he does when he's at home with the mm-hmm. guys, exactly. which I think is really interesting. And I wonder if the guys notice it when it's a good question when like they're all together because. It it's a very noticeable thing. Yeah, I agree. But he does get the rose, and after their dinner that they don't eat, they dance to a cello player um, outside. And that was he was beautiful. That was such beautiful. Yeah, music. I thought that was super romantic. And I was, but then they like Garrett wasn't getting that into it, and I was like, this is a really romantic date. You need to take advantage of this. Yeah, it was beautiful. The cello was beautiful. It was so pretty. I was like, oh, I want to dance. Like, to a cello in Latvia. <laughs> During the date, there was a flashback to the hotel while the bros are talking. Um, and Dustin is telling the guys he really needs a one-on-one date. And Dylan points out that he and Dil- he and Dustin and Peter haven't gotten their one-on-ones yet. And Tyler gets the date card. Everyone but Pete is on the date card. Let's discover Riga. And although Dustin and Dylan look kind of sad, they both kind of look at Peter and they're like, you're a really good dude. You're you a really, good dude, man. You deserve, you deserve this. this. Yeah. And then Mike reassures Dustin and Dylan that maybe you'll get one-on-ones next week. You'll, you'll get well, Don't yeah. worry, guys. Which. <laughs> it was so cute. It was very sweet. Mike's a sweet guy. I feel like in this episode, we saw more, even though we saw kind of less of Mike than we've seen the last few episodes, we saw more of how he's kind of nurturing yeah. to the other people. Yeah, yeah I think he's really, the oldest one left. So. Which is really nice. Yeah, he's a great guy. We love Mike. I mean, that was a really weak date card, though. Let's explore Riga or let's discover Riga or whatever it was. 
Do you like the just plain date cards, or do you like the stupid punny date cards better? Uh, oh, I kind of like the stupid punny ones, but what kind of pun were they going to make for this, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Because this date, the date itself, I think seems like a really, really fun date, but it's not the... Let's have a ridiculous time! Did you write that down? Did you have to no, take I time just, to think about no, that? No, I just made it up on the spot. <laughs> oh, man. But I think this kind of date would be super fun, but it's not an adventure yeah. kind of date, really. There is no climax of, yeah. So what kind of pun can you really make for it? Fair enough. Yeah. When Garrett gets back from his date with the bros, um... He's, he talks about how he hates heights. He says he's never been on a roller coaster. That's when I decided I hated Garrett. Yeah, what the heck? Who doesn't go on roller coasters when you're young? Yeah, and you live in Alabama. You're pretty close to Florida. You could just go to Disney World. I'm sure they have all sorts of other, other roller coasters, But too. I'm just saying, if he's never been to, like, Disney World, then... Duh. Then we hate him even more. Obviously. Like, be, for, never been to Disney World and being on that side of the country... I get people that are on the side of the country who've never been to Disney, or World. even in the middle of the country. Yeah, yeah you're not, he's really not that far. He's not that far, so no excuses. Although Florida is a big state, I never realized it's probably like a ten-hour drive from Alabama. It's probably I don't know. I'm just guessing, but anyways, <laughs> um, when he gets back to talk to the bros, he um, tells them in great detail about the date and how they got naked. She put her head here. We hu we hugged like this. Blah blah blah. And you can just see Luke's ire increasing. He's so second by second, getting madder and madder. So angry. But it's like, what do you? Well, in his aside, he says like, I don't believe it. I don't believe that happened. She would never. She would never jump naked. Who wants to be naked with that guy anyway? <laughs> Which, you know, it's true. Her, right. Well, if we still had quotes of the week, we should probably maybe do our quotes of the week. Oh, yeah. That might, that might have been my quote of the week. Uh, we should do our quote of the week again. Make it I forgot. But, yeah, that was pretty... There's that's no pretty way accurate. she did that. Yeah. But the fact that he's just making all these assumptions about her is ridiculous. Also, it's oh, like yeah. he doesn't know her, because obviously she likes experiencing things. Right. And she'll tell him later that. And why, what motivation would Garrett have to make that up and tell everyone? Like, maybe, I get if it was just Luke there and, right. like, Luke was, like, it he's trying have... to rile me up and he could do that. But, like... It may have been producer-driven, too. I don't know. They always talk about their dates when they get back. It was, yeah, but it was pretty explicit, you know. So, well, every time they go on a date and they come back to the group, they talk about their date because they ask and they're friends. Time, yeah. I think they do it every time. The guys do it more than the it. girls. Sometimes the girls will clam up for one reason or another, but I think the guys almost always do it. Mm -hmm. um, so it's time for the group date. She comments that this is a normal date, but not with a normal number of men. Um, Mike Gets to her first, like, often during... He must be really fast, because he's always the one that gets to her first. I think he's the tallest, so I think he has the longest legs. <laughs> Lecter says, we're going to do all the things. <laughs> I love when she says stuff like that. All the things and all of... All the things. Riga that they can do. Dylan thinks the market is yucky. I love Dylan. Yucky? Well, he's just like, oh, he's like, oh, that smells bad. Oh, I... Ew. And he's, I'll eat it if I have to, though. Uh -huh. <laughs> Isn't it, weren't it, wasn't it fish and stuff? He yeah, lives in yeah. San Diego. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Speaking but it was like, that. 
like, <laughs> you know, fish in a marketplace that doesn't have, you know, sanitary, you know, approval signs hanging. I don't know. You know, I get it. I you get don't it. know that. No, I don't get it. But the, I know I don't know it. But I see what he's saying. So they have some moonshine. Well, they the person's pouring it, and Hannah's like, "Oh, is that vodka?" And then they're like, "No, it's moonshine." And Hannah's face just lights up. She's like, oh, "Moonshine!" <laughs> so they all have a toast and have some moonshine. And Hannah says she feels good. <clears throat> Her nose is red. Her nose is red. Um, pickles. They eat some pickles. Dylan makes another face. I love Dylan's face. <laughs> Dustin eats part of a dried D- fish, fish head thing. Yeah, that was kind of gross. But before he does that, Hannah, <laughs> Hannah sees it and she's like, one of y'all are eating that. <laughs> <laughs> Just because she, she was like always eating weird stuff the season before and now it's her <laughs> chance to make other people eat weird stuff. Right. <clears throat> sorry, um, about my, sorry about my coughing, guys. <clears throat> And then Tyler goes, Tyler, yeah. and uh, he goes and buys her flowers, and he gives them to her, and it's so cute. And she's like, "Oh!" The other guys give him some good-natured side eye. Uh, the okay, the guys. Some of the guys smile at him, and they're like, "Oh, that's pretty cute." We're like and Mike does. and Dustin, right? But Jed gave him like a not nice side oh, eye. That's true, Jed yeah. was like, "Oh." And, and Jed pulls Luke her aside. Probably, I'm sure. Too. Too. Jed pulls her aside afterwards and says he wants to be her rock. Um, they're all the all all the bros, Luke included, are happy that she's in a better place today and she's having a good time. Everybody's getting along. Um, there's an arm wrestling um, time where a bunch of people oh I arm don't wrestle each that. other. Then on the way out, they're in another trolley or, you know, streetcar going somewhere. Well, when when Jed pulls Hannah aside, um, I think Mike or someone was like, all right, can we get back to our group date, please? Because <laughs> I guess oh, I they were, that. like, making out in uh, front of the other guys. Oh, yeah. That, that's a, that should be a no-no, that sort of rude. On their streetcar, on, the next, on their way to the next place, she says, y'all... And then proceeds to tell the story about the naked bungee jumping. And, you know, Luke's face gets all concerned and angry and so forth. And Lecter says that it's a tradition for couples in Latvia. Yeah, and she says, it wasn't sexual at all, all, but I just wanted to, like, experience that Mm -hmm. kind of cultural thing. Um, And it was crazy. When she says it's a tradition for couples, Luke says, official couples? So he's he's just being a jerk. What a jerk. Um, and then in, in Luke's ITM, he says, It's true. She jumped naked. I'm shocked. She crossed the line. Blah, blah, blah. Which um, is super rude. They do like a, they went, they go into a church, St. Peter's Church, and they do a little and they prayer. They all hold hands and they look like they're about to make a sacrifice. A circle prayer. Um, Luke says he, in his ITM, says he needs answers. Um, it's dusk in Latvia. Oh, and they have their dinner part of their date, their cocktail. Right, and as they as they walk, as they greet her, Jed says she looks beautiful, but Luke says he can smell her from over here. Yeah, because he can't see her because she's walking way ahead of him, and Luke just was trying to one up Jed. Right, and 
because Jed was like, you look beautiful. And he was, like, standing next to her and stuff. And then Luke wasn't standing next to her, but wanted to, like, interject and be romantic. So he was like, you smell great, too! <laughs> and I'm like, eh! Oh, <laughs> She's got this gray one-shoulder dress on with a pink overcoat. Um, they make a test. Uh, she makes a toast to Romance and Riga, and Tyler takes her aside first. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love Tyler. <laughs> He's so cute. He talks about the also last. His, his little speech that he said about her earlier in the group date was really cute, too. What did he say? But I forget exactly what he said. He was just, like, talking about how much he's into her and how he really wanted to do something nice and make her feel special. So oh, with the flowers. Flower, flowers, yeah. He tells her at the last rose ceremony she looked like an angel, a heaven sent, and he hopes to God that he can, you know, that she'll be his angel. Yeah, it was so cute. And that he really admired the fighter in her when she came and confronted them all at the last rose ceremony. He says, that's what we need in a family, with a family with kids. You need somebody who can be strong and, you know, lay down the law, basically. It was so So, so adorable. And then they um, make out. He longs for a future with her. Yeah. And um, then Jed takes her. Jed plays her, the piano for her. And he plays, and the song he plays is really, really pretty. Mm, it was pretty. Uh, he says, this is your song, uh, Home. But I'm like, maybe it's Haley's song. Maybe. Also, I don't even know if he, he didn't even say like, oh, I wrote this or anything. He So it could be like. The song he knows that he was yeah. like, just dedicating to her. The subtitle said he plays a moving melody. And it was, yeah, I, I noticed that too. Um, she thinks it's hot. Yeah, but it was super pretty, but she thinks it's she thinks it's super hot, and they, like, make out and stuff. And I think at this point, Jed's feeling pretty confident. I think so too. And then Luke takes her next. Luke, well, Luke tells the guys that he can't get over the fact she was topless, skin to skin, that's awful. And Tyler says, but I like that she went for it. Um, you know, that she's living her life to the fullest. And I wrote little hearts all around it. Yeah. Luke P. is convinced he's getting the group rose. I don't know why. He didn't get her flowers. Um, also, he he has he has to take her aside still. Yes. Right? So he takes her aside. And this, uh, this part really pissed Luke, me Luke, off. Yeah, Luke says he has something to tell her that she's not going to like. And she's like, okay. Have you ever been cheated on? Do you know how that feels? She says, yeah. And he's like, well, that's how I felt when Tyler came back from your date yesterday. Oh, no, not Tyler. Sorry. Garrett. Garrett came back from your date yesterday and was like, oh, yeah, we bungee jumped naked. And I was like, oh, there's no way she did that. Not at all. But then you talked about it today. And I have to say... I am very, very disappointed. He says, it pisses me off. Your body is a temple, and this whole thing pisses me off. Well, no, he says, I know that your body is a temple, oh. which I think is pretty obnoxious. That's an important distinction, sure. Mm-hmm. And, because it's like he thinks he knows more about her body than she does, which is ridiculous. And she's she's just sitting there listening, and he says, like, obviously, I'm going to be, like, I'm going to support you and be there for you throughout every boneheaded mistake you make. But this is just something that really upset me, and I think we're going to have to work past. He says, I'm looking forward to you meeting my family soon, and, you know. And this just throws a wrench in it, kind of. Mm-hmm. And this, I lose, he lost, he's losing confidence in her meeting his family. Yeah. And he says that, that that whole thing was a slap in the face to him. 
Yeah. And it, it's very clear that throughout this whole conversation, he's talking about... The bungee jump. The bungee jump. 100%. Yeah. We're going to work through this even when you do things that are boneheaded and wrong. In in and that that's just but that's uh, just in his eyes and also I know. it's not his show this show's her show I know it's about her increasingly every week I feel like I'm watching the Luke P show not yeah. the Hannah Bachelorette show and he but she's she goes listen like it's not sexual but thanks for talking to me I guess and he goes oh yeah thank you so much for like listening it was good to have this discussion I think we'll be great and I'm like oh my god they're super he's not in his lane right now yeah he's being super. His behavior is just not, it's totally uncalled for. And a surprise to Luke, Tyler gets the group date, Rose. And a surprise to Jed, too, Yeah, at true. this point. And they zoom in on Jed's face in this episode, and I think it's probably because since the news about Jed's out now, they might paint his story a little bit differently. They might. Yeah. And I think that's why they're starting to show him be jealous a little bit more. Maybe. But let's assume for a minute that he does win. ABC needs, they don't want... They want to keep him in good standing, right? They want the world to see him as. So I think they're going to do too. Not necessarily. Too I think that it'll. They want ratings, and since People Magazine, who's closely connected to the Bachelor franchise, is like put out the initial article about the girlfriend, I think they're going to play it up and have it be a like driving factor in that. Well, whether he wins or not, it should be an exciting after the final rose. Yeah. Both between Jed and Luke, you know. Yeah. So it's time for Peter's date. They meet in the Latvian countryside. The La- Latvia seems to have a lot of beautiful countryside, cold-looking mm-hmm. the time of year they're there anyway. Um, Lecter says that Peter is the kind of guy you see pushing a stroller in the park. Which is sweet. Yeah, that's sweet. And... Yeah. They're going to basically a spa day. Um, it's, but it's like a Latvia ritual spa right. day. So Pirts. it's like a spiritual cleansing. Pirts. Yeah, it's called Pirts. Pirts? Yeah, Pirts. P-I-R-T-S. And the people at this Pirts sauna spa thing put flower crown, a flower crown on Lecter's head. Yeah. And a leaf crown on Peter's head. The flower crown is super pretty. Yeah, they both look really cute. But they're listening to them talk about it and stuff. And then the lady starts singing. She st- They start the ritual, and the lady starts singing a song. <laughs> it's pretty, too. Yeah, and it's really pretty. And, like, they're, she's singing it, and it's super pretty. Um, it's in, in Latvian yeah. or something. I don't know. It's in a different language. And... <coughs> excuse me. And then she pauses. And then Peter and um, Hannah start clapping. They're like, yeah, thank you. That was beautiful. And then, like, as they're going, she continues. She keeps singing. She's singing. Hannah kind of smiles and kind of looks up at Peter like, okay, whoops. So, but it was really cute. And then they make, like, a rub. Is that what they're making? Or yeah, like a rub or something out of honey. They're making a honey rub to rub. Oh, and Hannah goes, we're making a honey rub to rub all over our bodies. <laughs> like, she's trying to turn it into, like, a like sexy thing when it's like a spiritual cleansing ritual (laughs) but they make a honey thing like a honey body scrub thing and they're putting spices in it and they're like oh this uh helps you find true the truest of loves and hannah's like i'm gonna need a little extra of that (laughs) 
And then they they show like they do this ritual of kind of beating leaves on Peter and and you know so and the so Hannah's kind of putting these leaves on his body and the guy in charge our Arnie Anius or I forget what his name was um, he says oh you're doing good you're doing good and then she whaps him on the butt with her leaves and he looks super offended he's like no 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 he's like it will upset the spiritualness <laughs> he smiles after that but at first he's like no 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 oh okay we're on TV sorry forgot. yeah so they finally go into the sauna and we're thinking, oh, good, the makeout scenes that we've been previewed are about to occur, but no. But no, because the, the people are in there. The with man them. and woman are still in there with them. They're like, you are going to make a wish. Here's the special water, and they put three fingers in the water and make wishes, and um, they basically just wish for a fun time. Peter wishes for Hannah to get the most out of the experience, which is sweet. Yes. Um, and then they make out in the sauna. They make out in the sauna. Peter says he wants a lifetime of adventure, and he thinks that he can have that with her. Lecter says their relationship is sexually driven, and their their sexual compatibility is a 10 out of 10. Um, Which is pretty interesting that he's, you said this earlier, like, not when we were recording, but just, like, the other day, you were like, it's so weird that Peter's the sexy one. <laughs> yeah, he's so baby-faced. And cute. He's so baby-faced. And when he's in airports, he goes vroom with his <laughs> arms down the thing, the hallway he's thing. He's so adorable. But he's, apparently Hannah's into that, so. He says he wants to show her the fire and the fight, and he doesn't want, basically he's not going to be a douchebag like the other guys. He's not going to let the drama get in the way of his relationship with her. And I believe that. I, I Except for, you know, the fact that he was in a relationship and then ended the relationship so he could be on The Bachelor. Well, at least he did, was a stand-up guy about it, though. <laughs> Jed. <laughs> but... Yeah, then they have their dinner, right? No, then they go to the first hot tub of the season, fantasy leaguers. Uh, <laughs> and they make out in the hot tub. She tells him he, um, she's crazy. He says crazy keeps it fun. And they, I don't think she's as crazy as she thinks she is. I think she's pretty crazy. <laughs> in her, I, I feel like you're forgetting about a lot of the things we saw her right, in Colton experience season. in Colton season. Yeah, all right. Um, but... We, also, she's kept Luke around this long, so she's obviously a little insane. It reminded me a little of Colt. Speaking of Colton season, it reminded me a little of Colton and Hannah G's date because it was all about making out the whole time. Yeah, um, almost. And it was a spa day. Yes, she says they burnt it down with their fire. Uh, and they make out some more, and then they go have dinner. Their night date. Is that the place that was the really pretty sort of lodgy yeah. looking place? It looked like a lodge or like a. I don't know, dungeon of a castle or something. But it was super pretty, and uh, they're eating dinner, and they're just kind of talking a little bit. I don't... I think they do have a lot of physical chemistry, but... And I think they are friends. Mm -hmm. I just don't get a lot of, like, romantic, like, emotional chemistry, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because their conversation was a little bit boring. It was a little bit boring. I mean, he talks about how his strength comes from... He speaks Spanish. Oh, yeah. His strength comes from his job because he has lives in his hands and he has to be responsible. She thinks being a pilot is super hot. In Spanish, he tells her that we let the rivers run and we whatever will be will be and just be happy because what, you know, your fate is kind of predetermined kind of 
apparently his mom or his grandma told him that. Well, he said his mom did. Yeah. So does that mean his mom <clears throat> speaks Spanish? Speaks Spanish? Yeah. His last name is Weber or something like that. So mom must be the one that has the Spanish part of the family. Son, don't worry. Let the waters run. What's meant for you will never be tarnished and always be yours. Which is nice. It is very nice. And Hannah thinks that's hot as well as, you know, all the women in Bachelor Nation went, oh. uh, I didn't do that, but I was like, oh, that's nice. Um, she thanks him for being vulnerable. She said she's had her heart broken twice. He also says he had his heart broken once. I really don't remember a whole lot that happened yeah, it was kind of a, because it was kind of boring. There were a lot of bachelor platitudes thrown around. Vulnerable, walls yeah. down, blah, blah, blah. They want to know everything about each other. So he gets the rose. She says they have connections beyond the physical. Which I don't see, but... I don't really see it yet either, but I still really like him. He's really cute. Um... And again, being that he's kind of the boyish, cute, you know, baby face one, she comments a couple times that he's she likes that he's a man and makes her feel like a woman. Yeah. She says that a lot this date. Yeah. And I'm like, really? <laughs> and he says, I'm so in, I'm so falling for you a lot this date. Um, they get fireworks. Are these the first fireworks of the season? I believe so. I believe so. Boy, he got a good, he got all the bachelor trope date stuff. Maybe they had to give him the tropes because he's kind of boring. Back at the house, the bros expect that Pete will stay, that no one will come and get a suitcase because he's such a great dude. The house, all the guys in the house really love Peter. Yeah. And he does come back and they're like, hey, how was it? And they're like, oh, yeah, he was like, it was good, it was yeah. good. <laughs> Peter, Peter starts to tell the bros about the date and Jed, roll eyes, insert rolling eye here, um, sneaks off to go serenade Hannah at her hotel. Yeah, which is stupid. Like, just be a good sport about it. Like, if you really have, like, that much faith in your guys' relationship, yeah, then you shouldn't get so jealous so easily. On the other hand, it may have been a producer-driven thing. You don't know. He sings the Mr. Right song again, promising to never lie. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, he's, he's like, th he starts playing it outside her window, mm -hmm. and you can tell he doesn't know which window it is, because he keeps looking at a bunch of different windows. She's so cute when she comes out, though. She's like, oh! Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, he sings, uh, he, uh, he promises he'll never lie. I'll be Mr. Right. <laughs> I hated that I had that song stuck in my head, though, all week. I hated that, but I did. Maybe that's why he's playing music so often. It's and the same he, song, yeah. He's re releasing a single. <laughs> Maybe. But um, they... He ends he, the song by saying, can I come inside? Yeah. And she lets him in, and they make out, and he sings to her some more. And he sings to her some more. But the songs he sings when he, they're inside... The beginning of the song is kind of gross and weird. Like, yeah, it talks about like her lifting her dress up. You and... lift your dress lit up and your leg and like a bunch of weird stuff. And is it really a sin to be skin to skin? Which I thought was interesting because Luke P. earlier used that exact phrase. Yeah. Skin to skin, you. Well, that's probably why he did it. Because he Maybe. knew that Hannah was probably upset about that. Um, she's loving it. She has cute pajamas on. They yeah, but the song ends in a cute way, but I kind of forget what it was. But it was basically him being like all in love with her. I'm whatever. still not buying what he's selling, though. But I'm not either. Not now. And no, it's all messed up now. Yeah, I agree. And I think that if we didn't know this information, we would be like, "Oh my god, this, this is so, so sweet." Cute. 
Well, at the end of his little semi-date that he has with her, either in the bed, and he whispers to her, they have to have subtitles, can I tell you something? Um, I really, truly am falling in love with you. I'm not making this up. Honestly. Honestly. He's saying all the things that it's like, uh... The liars You're lying. Yeah. <laughs> Sigh. But, you know, you never know. Maybe he really is. Maybe, you know, because he came on the show not intending to love her at all. Maybe he really does. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe he's trying to convince himself at this point. May- uh, who knows? Yeah. You know? But, yeah, then back at the hotel... Back uh, with the bros. It's Garrett versus Luke. Yeah. Okay, they're like, Garrett's looking really smug, which is annoying, but Luke is like yelling at him for talking about his date and like distracting him from his own relationship with Hannah. But like, it's not his fault that you are choosing to behave this way. Garrett's basically like, you know, why did you bring up my one-on-one date with her? And he says he only, Luke says, I only brought it up because she wants me to express myself to her. Luke tells Garrett he was disrespectful to Hannah. Garrett warns him about staying in his lane. Luke does his masterful gaslighting business, turns it around on Garrett. I'm not in your lane, you're in my lane. Then they go back and forth with the stupid car analogy over and over again. (laughs) Stop looking over at my lane, you're going to swerve. Don't text and drive, blah, blah, blah. And um, and then and then Luke's like, "All right, Garrett, I need you to leave because this is where I sleep. I sleep right there." And then he points to like the floor. <laughs> please excuse yourself. He's like, "Please excuse yourself, so I can sleep in peace." And Garrett's like, "Really?" And he's like, "Yeah, I need a nap." And Garrett's like, "Okay, fine." And then he leaves. He says, "Sweet dreams, Luke, looking all evil." Oh yeah, I forget that he did that. That was stupid. <laughs> So then it flashes forward to the next morning. The next morning. Um, we're back at the hotel and Luke expresses concern about the rose ceremony. Oh, he didn't have enough time with her and all the bros roll their eyes. And, but they all express that they're looking forward to seeing her when lo and behold, she shows up. She walks in. I think she's got more pink on. She's got. She's wearing the same pink coat, I think. I think it might be the same in, in like a sweater underneath. But it's dressed down because instead of wearing the cute two-piece, like. Slinky pink. Pink, like nice dress pink pants slink. and stuff. Yeah. She's wearing like jeans and a sweater. I mean. So it's like casual down, but she's recycling clothes. That's good. But isn't it fun to say slinky pink? Try it. <laughs> Slinky pink. Yeah, see? <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Um, so she takes Luke aside. She comes in and says, hi, y'all. Can I talk to you, Luke? And she takes him aside, and they all, like, look at each All the bros look at each other concerned, and Jed says she has that face again. Yeah, and but Luke is so stupid, he doesn't even notice. Yeah, he jumps up. He's all, yeah, of He's course. like, oh, yeah. heck, yeah, are we getting married? Yeah, he thinks they're going to get married and elope or something. And she pulls him aside, and they have their this little talk, and she's yeah. like, hey, dude, so I've been thinking a lot about what you said the other day, and it just didn't sit well with me. And I know it was a couple days ago, but mostly I'm just upset with the way you worded your concerns. And he pretends to be clueless, but basically she takes umbrage at, the fact that, you know, he said she was boneheaded, that what she did was wrong, that it was a slap in the face. She's really been sort of um, focusing on all those certain phrases that he used. 
She's, she thanks him for opening up, but then she, you know, mentions all those things I just and said. He's, and, and then she also goes on to say, like, oh, like, it, she repeats, like, it wasn't a sexual thing. But the bungee he, jump, yeah. Yeah, the bungee jump, like, it wasn't a sexual thing, so you don't have to, like, worry about that. But even if it was, that's not your place, because mm-hmm. it's my body. And he's it's like... It's my body. It's not your body. It's my body. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I wasn't talking about the bungee jump thing. And she's like... She's like, yes, you were. Yeah, you were. You said it was boneheaded, and you said it was a mistake, and slap in the face. And then she said, and there was a, another thing you said that really bothered me. What was it? Oh, the, and then she almost gets choked up when she says, you said that you weren't confident about me meeting your family. And then he backtracks all over the place and pretends and totally gaslights her and pretends like it didn't have anything to do with the bungee jump. And Even he was just talking generally, right? And everything, the conversation she's referring to, the whole time he was essentially slut-shaming her, which mm-hmm. is horrible. And she's calling him out on it, and he's like, oh, no, that's not why you do any of that at all. He says, I'll be, I'll be completely honest. I started the conversation the worst way possible. So he's, he pretends like he's going to own it, but then he, then he turns around. I'm sorry you misunderstood me. I've been misunderstood. It's too bad you misunderstood me. I'll make sure to speak clearer next time so you don't misunderstand mm. me again. What a douchebag. it's super rude. It's... It's just really, really awful. It's and gaslighting 101. Is and she knows, I think she knows what he's doing. Um, she's just, level. She's just not sure how to approach dumping him because I think a part of her does really care about him for some reason or the him she thinks she knows. Exactly. I mean, she gave him the first impression rose and I think she puts a lot of stock in that because the last four women that gave the first impression rose, the guy, that guy won, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that she's put a lot of stock in that. She's super attracted to him. She doesn't want to doubt her judgment. I mean, she'd rather like drag this thing out to the bitter end than like doubt her judgment because then that messes up all her connections with all the other guys, right? Mm-hmm. If she doubts her connection with him, then uh, it's a mess and I feel bad for her. Mm-hmm. But I wrote down, so let's, you can see my notes here. So I was totally misunderstood. I wrote in quotes from Luke and he says it three times, five times. I kept crossing out how many times he said it. The I counted, grand total is seven? Seven times. Seven mm-hmm. times he said, you misunderstood me? Yeah, in one form or another. He used the word misunderstood. I've been misunderstood. You misunderstood me. That's ridiculous. That's such a red flag. Mm -hmm. I saw saw this funny thing on, um, I think it was Instagram today. It might have been Facebook. But um, it was like a cartoon and it was a girl, or no, it was a guy holding like a bouquet. But instead of red roses, it was red flags. And then the girl (laughs) stick figure is like, oh my god, a dozen red flags. I love them. That's Hannah. And I just thought that was so funny. But yeah, that's basically, it was a cartoon of Hannah and Luke. And Luke. Well, he he says he didn't question her character, but he's lying. He did. And, you know, well, of course, I don't, I I sort of glazed over her big moment. I just want to make sure that we repeat how, how awesome she was when she said, you don't own me. You're not my husband. It's my body. Not, you know, it's my body, it's my body. Mm-hmm. And, 
So go Hannah. Yeah. So she seems to, despite how she can sometimes kind of be stereotypically Alabama and stuff, she seems to have a pretty solid grasp on, you know, owning your body and, like, being the one to make decisions about your right. body. That's so good. that's pretty solid. At we the, like that. Yes. And we hope that she continues in that vein. And it looks like from the preview, she probably will. But, Mm -hmm. oh, my gosh, she should have gotten rid of... You know, she should have just... When she sent him home two weeks ago, whenever it was, she tried to send him home, and he came back. That was was when things fell apart. She should have stuck by her guns and said, no, no, Mm -hmm. go home. She should have, I agree. Excuse me. So at the end of their conversation... He says, you know, he's so delusional. He says, oh, finally, we're on the, we're, we're finally on the same track. And she's like, no, we're not. No, <laughs> we aren't on the same track. I love that she says that, but they just, they're not seeing eye to eye, but he thinks they are, yeah. which is causing all these problems. And she just gets really, really upset. And she's like, No. No. Is this one, does she leave at this point? Um, well, I don't know. I have to look at my next page. I wrote, send him home, please. Um, let's see where we're at. Uh, I think so. I mean, they, they go their separate ways. The bros are back talking about the lane and the stay in your lane analogy again. Is Luke back for their talk about that? Um, oh no, Luke's not back yet because they're like, because I think it's Garrett is like, yeah, he was, like, talking about staying in my lane and stuff, and he, like, used a texting and driving analogy, <laughs> and it was kind of stupid. And then <laughs> Luke comes back, and they go into it again. Right. Well, yeah, Luke comes back, and he's like, hi, guys. He's so clueless. He doesn't, mm-hmm. he thinks that these are his friends. Oh, did you see on Instagram that he posted a picture of them walking around Latvia? And he said, just me and my besties waiting to meet our girl. And all the comments were like, besties? Yo, dude, these guys hate you. <laughs> Do so they sad. even follow him on Instagram? I don't know. There was, it was random people that were commenting yeah. on him. They were like, dude, they hate, he, they hate you, dude. So, uh, you know, and again, again, it's sort of sad, but. Oh, oh, and before Luke gets there, they talk about how Luke brought up the texting and driving analogy. He's like, mm-hmm. I wasn't. I like I was I was staying in my lane. I just you know you were next to me, so I looked, and it was kind of like texting and driving. And then and <laughs> then the other guys were like, "But like when that happens, you swerve, like you swerve, and you don't stay you in your crash, lane." Dude, yeah. <laughs> and then um, well, yes, Luke comes back to the bros, yeah, and he basically says this never would have happened if you know this whole thing if Garrett hadn't told me about his date. And Tyler says, wait, are you blaming Garrett for talking about his date? And Luke says, no, I'm thanking him. It's just insane. He's great. It, it, it's just, mm. I also don't like Garrett, though. So I know, but <laughs> this is Tyler and Luke, basically. And no, I'm thanking him just blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and Luke tells everybody to stay in your lane, except for Mike. He's like... Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Then he points at Mike. He says, you keep being you. (laughs) 
and I wonder if that's because he actually like likes Mike, or if it's because like he's intimidated by Mike. Right. I think you it's know? the latter, but you yeah, never know. <laughs> you never know. Which I think is so funny. And Mom said while we were watching it, she was like, "This is a really reminiscent of that like men tell all with Jordan." Yeah. Like <laughs> he's like, "F you, f you, f you." Hey, grocery store Joe. He's like, yeah. It's like, grocery store Joe, what's up? <laughs> this is one of my favorite moments ever. And now they're like BFFs. Yeah. So maybe Mike is this season's grocery store Joe. I don't know. I don't know. But it was a funny, funny bit. <sighs> so anyway. And they just fight about this forever, which is really stupid. And then all of a sudden, Chris Harrison walks in and they're like, oh no. Like, the dad's here. What's going to happen? And Chris Harrison goes, he claps his hands like he does. He's like, hey, guys. So, uh, just spoke to Hannah. And, uh, yeah, she says that uh, she's not going to do a cocktail party. So, there's just going to be a rose so ceremony. So, get, get dressed and get ready for the rose ceremony. She knows what she's going to do. She knows what she wants to do. And then he claps his hand one more time. And then he turns around and leaves. Because he, he always leaves. does that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then they all look at Luke and they're like, third week in a row, this is your fault, Luke. And I didn't even know Three in a row, three in a row. Yeah. yeah, they all bash him. But I didn't even notice that this is the third time that she yeah. skipped a cocktail party. And they're all like, damn, we're missing out on the free booze and the time to schmooze. Yeah. And poor Dustin and Dylan are like, oh man, you know, we're screwed because we haven't yeah. talked to her in ages. But I do want to point out one very important thing that happened before this. I don't mean to, I don't want to, you know, beleaguer the thing, but we have to remember Tyler's important moment where he says, (gasps) oh yes, I can't believe I forgot about this, where he stands up for women of all of us. Oh, I loved this too, it was my favorite part of the episode. Okay, if we're doing quote of the weeks again, this is my quote of the week. All right. Tyler basically tells, asks Luke. Because Luke is still, he's still trash talking Hannah, Hannah yeah. about being naked with Garrett right. and saying how like oh it's fine she can make her choices but I don't like that as the like one of her boyfriends I don't like that and then Tyler goes okay don't you think it's kind of a double standard that you were literally walking around in a speedo in with front your, of everyone with your bravado and all yeah and she does this thing in a non-sexual way and you're like judging her for it like yep that's such a double a standard. Double standard. And I love that he used double standard. Yeah. I love that he'd even talked about it at all. Because that's the kind of thing that's not really discussed on the you show. You never either. hear that on The Bachelorette. No. Yeah. Especially all... not one of the guys talking about it. Sometimes you hear girls, like, standing right. up for one another and being like, this wouldn't happen if it was a guy. Right. But, like, you never hear the guys talking about it. And it just made me love Tyler. I know. Last last year on Becca's season, um, Jason got close to that kind of rhetoric a couple times but mm-hmm. um Tyler just really laid it out and oh my gosh <laughs> we love you we Tyler. love Tyler I love Tyler but I'm also concerned that he's going to be bachelor over Mike and I would have loved Mike to be a bachelor well let's just stay but tuned. there's still time let's stay tuned there's still time they're both worthy individuals and I'd love not both forget seasons. perfect Pete uh Pete's not perfect though mom <laughs> and he's really boring <laughs> well still I think he has a shot I don't. I think it's definitely down to Mike and uh, Tyler. Anyways, though. Anyway, time for the rose ceremony. It's the rose ceremony. Hannah walks out, and she's like, 
I, what's uh, Anne Hathaway's name in Princess Diaries? That's what she reminded me of, is, like, her transformation uh, from... Princess Mia? From, yeah, from Mia, Mia to Amelia, blah, 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 Grimaldi. And I was like, oh my god, she brushed her hair, she's wearing a princess dress. It was, <laughs> it was this really elaborate green ball gown. And it was so pretty. I don't think it would work anywhere else but in this particular place and, and setting because it was very elaborate and very old world. But yeah, but it was it super pretty. And then she Chris Harrison really walks in, in and he's basically like the Julie Andrews of, <laughs> of it. And I just really did feel like I was watching Princess Diaries. But, so um, don't forget, Garrett, Peter, and Tyler already have roses. Mm-hmm. So there's only, what, three? There's four. There's four roses there's on the table. There's four roses. All right. And um, Mom noticed that the first people to get roses were the people wearing ties. Yeah. Dude, it's a rose ceremony. Put on a tie. But Hannah... Con- Connor, you're lucky you got a rose because don't wear a t-shirt under your coat. That's just... Ugh. Yeah, I don't like the t-shirt under the coat. I know thing. you're tall and it's hard to find clothes, but... Come on. Ugh. <laughs> they do you think they do the lawn? Do do you think they do laundry on the show? I think they. I mean, I hope they do because they. I see, especially this season, I see them wearing a lot of the same things over and over. Yeah, like the Garrett was wearing that awful shirt that he wore in his picture. The yeah. one with the like the pads. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Georgia O'Keeffe thing. Yeah. 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 He wore that either this episode or in the preview for the next episode. And I was like, ew, I hope that's clean. Well, and Mike wears the same red pants every week. Yeah. I mean, some of us, I don't know, yeah. I mean, some things you can dry clean, you can wear two or three times before they get yucky, and some things you can't. Mm-hmm. I just hope they smell nice. Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking, like, for, <coughs> for like, the girls, because there's a lot of downtime when they're not on dates. Do they wear the same leggings and t-shirt combo and stuff? Like, I'm sure they do some laundry. Just around? <laughs> or like, I you know, because I, I wouldn't have enough clothes to go without laundry for two months. Yeah. I mean, I, I assume at the mansion it must be, listen, I was talking about laundry, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I assume at the mansion they must be able to do laundry. But then once you start traveling, it's then it, it becomes, you know, like when we travel, it becomes more difficult to do mm-hmm. laundry. It's it's doable, but it takes an extra effort. Yeah. Which is why I love DVC. <laughs> Disney Vacation Plug. <laughs> Get your DVC points now. In the, in the one bedroom, so you have to do your own laundry before you go home. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, so first person to get a rose is Jed. Is Jed, because he did the whole music thing. Mm-hmm. Then next is Mike. Mike. Who's our fave, my fave at least. And um, he does the thing he does like he always does where he's like, oh, I always will, my, my t- whiskey oh, southern it was, queen. It, obviously it was whiskey. I was about my to say whiskey tequila. southern queen. <laughs> my whiskey southern queen. And he always says something something queen. But this week it was whiskey southern my queen. Whiskey sa- okay, is that charming or is that yucky? I can't decide. I I think in normal situations I wouldn't like it, but Mike is so handsome that I kind of be like, oh yeah, you would know I exist. <laughs> and well, Mike is so genuine. I think, I, yeah, I think like if it came from Garrett, we'd be like, oh gag. Yeah. But Mike seems like such a genuine, and I don't know. It's a little try hard, I think, but I don't mind it. I don't think it's try hard from him though. I think he does think those things. You know, I think that's just. Because we we know that he's grown up in a very 
like in a home female, female like female driven female driven home yeah um and we know that he has Which is like, probably why he's so great yeah <laughs> and we know he has a lot of respect for the women in his life so maybe that's just how he's always treated his grandma and mom and sister I would love to know more about Mike. Me too. I think he'd have a really great hometown, but I don't think he's going to get a hometown. I don't think he will either. But I think his hometown would be fascinating, and I think it would also be really uplifting to have so many women, like, right. there. Strong present. women. Yeah. And, I don't know, have we ever had a, when was the last time we had a person of color in our hometown? It's been a little while, I think. It has been a little while. I, Obviously, uh, Rachel. For, Rachel had Eric. Yeah, Rachel so had Eric been... for for the guys for mm-hmm. for Bachelor. The Bachelor usually has one person of color in there. Well, yeah, Colton had Tasha. Colton had Tasha, and Nick had Rachel. Um, and Sian did I don't not think, make it. I don't think Ari had anyone. No, Ari no. Ari's got super shallow or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but how ben often Higgins, was Sian? Ben yeah. Higgins had Kayla, who okay. is I think she was Filipino. Yeah. I think something like, yeah, probably Filipino. Yeah. yeah. She was a beauty. I wasn't crazy about her. Cause she, personality. Yeah, she was but, kind of sketch. Yeah. Personality-wise. Gorgeous, though. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> we're talking about past season stuff. Yes, just, yes. Sorry. We, we, <laughs> we digress. digress. But, okay, so we left off on Mike. So Jed got one, Mike got one, and then Connor. 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 <laughs> Tubular. Yeah. I love Connor. Connor. Connor's like, oh yeah, dude, I take this oh, rose. Right on. Give me the rose. <laughs> I love roses. Oh, I love roses. <laughs> They're so rosy. <laughs> Sorry. We and love you, Connor. I, hope, I really hope Connor's in paradise. Sure I really like Connor I'm sure like, as be. a person. I'm sure he will be. I do too. I think he's delightful. So there's one rose left after Connor gets his rose. And you can just see. Mm. Dustin and Dylan, and Dylan they're Callie. just like, oh, jeez. They're like, it's going to go to him, and this sucks, because we're sh- both better. <laughs> and they are. But sure enough, Luke gets the final rose. And do you remember what she whispers in his yeah, ear? Yeah, she whispers, there's a good person in there. I know it. I know there's good in you. There's good in you, and I know it. I just need it to come out. <laughs> I'm like, okay. It's like a month and a half in. If you have not found the goodness in him yet, you're not going to. Okay, any, yeah, any time you have to, okay, ladies, any time you feel compelled to tell the man in your life, I know there's goodness in you, no, just make him go away. Yeah. And like, you should never feel compelled to tell the man in your life, I know there's goodness in you. And you should never make excuses for the for the man in your life either like it's just it's at this point it's kind of just like a waste of everyone's energy there's being way too much energy poured into Luke from everyone that's there he's just draining draining them of everything and it's really not fair so observation and question observation these gentlemen on this season they love each other they are all so supportive of each other. They fist bump each other when they get back from dates. They talk about how great each other are. They are uplifting to one another. It's just wonderful. Do you think that they would be that uplifting and loving to one another if they didn't have this nasty catalyst of Luke in their presence? Do you think? Oh, I think so. I ho- I like to think so, yeah. Yeah, I think so because I think they all 
filter for a while a lot of them were trying not to get involved with luke at all Mm -hmm. until it wasn't really an option anymore and i think that but they were all still being really bro-y with each other and stuff um i think maybe but maybe it's been a quicker catalyst maybe they've sort of bonded more solidly and quickly over their mutual distaste for Luke, but yeah. but I, I do, I think you're right, I think they probably would have just loved each other anyway. Mm-hmm. They're such a lovely group of men. They are, for the most part, I mean, <clears throat> individually some of them are a little bit, like, <laughs> gross, but for the most part, like, all of them together make a really good, like, group of friends and stuff. But Luke gets the final rose, yep. Dustin is leave. does Dustin... Who leaves first? I believe Dylan Dylan leaves first. Dylan leaves in. And Dylan has the most wonderful little moment with Hannah when he leaves. Yeah, it's really sweet. She says, thank you for everything you shared with me. Like, I really appreciate you opening up to me. Mm -hmm. And we never saw any of that. I'm like, I feel really ripped off because we love Dylan because we think we know his dad. We know his dad. (laughs) In our imagination, we're good friends with his dad. <laughs> and so we, and we loved him from the beginning. So we want to know what his connection with Hannah was all about. And we feel robbed. We do feel robbed. And the fact that she was so appreciative, because also it's like, why did they why did he get this far when we right. haven't seen any sort of like spark between them? Right. And we now know that there's been this unseen kind of connection between them. Yeah. And, like... A mutual admiration society, for sure. Yeah. At the very least. They seem to really be close friends. Yeah. And then... And Dustin, Dustin was sweet, too. Yeah. I he exactly says... what he said. You deserve the best, like, good luck, you're gonna kill it. Basically, that's what he said, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, you're well, gonna find your person, I know it. He's he's concerned that she's going to get sucked in by Luke when other relationships when other relationships are much more compatible. Ooh, he and, also says, uh-huh, "Is this what you're going to get yes. to?" Mm-hmm. Okay, he's he observes. Uh, he's sad. Ready. He's he's sort of sad, but he observes. I think that the only reason that Luke is still here is because she's already in love with him. Otherwise, he would have gone home a long time ago. Which makes. Kind of some sense. Yeah, it's a very astute observation. Yeah. And, like, it's very, like, kind of aware of him to be, like... I like Dustin. I like Dustin, too. I remember when we were first talking about the guys and one of our... You asked me who my favorite was, and I just... You said Dustin. I spit out Dustin, and I didn't know why. I just had a good feeling about it. I spit out Mike, and I still stand by that. Good enough. But Dustin got pretty far, and I think that my gut feeling that he was a good guy played out, even Mm -hmm. though he wasn't the right guy for Hannah. Have you seen on Tyler's Instagram that he and Dustin are hanging out? No. Yeah, they're doing all sorts of charitable, nice things together with another friend of Tyler's. Um, I can't remember the other friend of Tyler's name, but... um, they're on Instagram delivering food to the needy and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that. I know. <laughs> they're they're total bros and they're ha- they're they're doing good. They live happily ever after. Well, Tyler yeah. and Dustin, they're together. Tyler and Dustin and the other friend, they're all super. I mean, they could just rest on their handsome laurels and go out in the world and have a great time, but they're taking time to make a difference in people's lives. And I think that's really cool. So mm-hmm. keep an eye on those guys. Yeah. And that's the episode. Uh, Peter gives a nice toast 
Jed says, there's a lot more love in the dudes um, that left than Luke will ever know. Oh no, there's a lot more heart in Dustin and Dylan than Luke will ever know. Oof. That's a little harsh too, though, you know? Yeah, but... Also, look who's talking, Jed. Like, Well, yeah, but pretend like we don't know what we know about Jed. But we do know what we know about Jed. That yeah, doesn't change the fact. But I think, I I don't, I mean, yeah, they both, they, they, they gang up on Luke, but he doesn't do anything to counteract that. You know, he doesn't do anything to... No, I get that. I'm not saying, I'm not defending Luke. I'm just saying Jed is being a hypocrite. He straight, I mean, I think yeah, it's a fair observation. I mean, I think we can both agree that Dustin and Dylan probably, from our observations, have more heart than Luke does, you know, have a, a better understanding of love. Is that what he said? Because you said love. You yeah, said... no, because here, look at my notes. I wrote a little heart, and I had I said it wrong the first time. Okay, because you said love, and I didn't remember the quote, so I was yes. like, oh, that's a little harsh. There's a lot more heart in Dylan and the Deuce But if by heart they mean, like, affection and empathy, then yeah. Yeah. I that's, that's true. What meant. Yeah. Yeah, and, that's what, and then they talk, They show sneak peeks. Oh, at the very, very end. Oh the, yeah, the, the bro- post credits bro scene. The well, the pre the pre credits bro scene. They're all talking and like Jed says, it's Tyler, Jed, and Garrett. And Jed says, I hate that guy. I want to knock him out. And Garrett says, Let's keep each other level headed. We don't want to mm-hmm. ruin this. So it's, I just find it interesting that behind the scenes they're like sort of trying to calm each other down and keep an eye on Luke, but still try to... Do you think they would have shown us that Jed clip had we had the news of him cheating not come out? I think it already came out before this episode aired. Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm you saying mean like if they... If the news about Jed hadn't come out, do you think they would have cut the part of Jed... Saying like, um, I want to punch him. I hate him. him. I want to knock him out. Yeah, maybe, maybe I don't know. Because they want him to seem like a hero type. Yeah. Because yeah. now his his cut is kind of seeming a little like, not villainy, but like a little jealous. Well, okay, yeah. I wanted to mention this too in our po- in our podcast. I don't know if we touched on this yet, but isn't it fascinating how we, we did touch on okay, it. yeah, the perception thing. Okay. Um. Also, before the fabulous post credit scene. Chris Harrison approaches Lecter and says, "Why do you, why do you like Luke? I don't get, uh, you know." And she says, "Either I'm falling, I'm either falling in love with Luke or he's making me crazy." It's kind of dangerous that she doesn't know the difference between yeah. the two. But she's, young. she's trying to figure it out. Yeah. That's the episode. And then the after credit scene, Jed's playing the <laughs> piano. And so one of the boys, I think, and it, it's Mike, Dustin, Tyler. Is Dylan there too? I believe Dylan's there. And Dylan's there too. And they're all standing around the piano and Jed's playing something on the piano. And one of the guys, I, well, I think Jed, was, Jed says, let's sing a song about Riga. Riga. And then Tyler goes, Riga. Yeah. And, and then they sing a song about Riga. And Tyler's just not a very good singer, but oh, he's <laughs> all right. And then at, Towards the end of the refrain, 
Um, I think it's Mike that says, goes, take, take us, us to church. church. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, take us to church. And, so and then he starts Jeff's like playing it like, like uh, gospel beat. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then <laughs> Tyler starts like really dancing, like really like feeling the music. <laughs> and he's like bopping up and down and like, it's just like hitting him to his soul. And he like makes his way over to Mike and they have a little like duet dance yeah, together. Really it was so cute, and I love seeing them be broy together. Just reminding us that Tyler is a, a, almost has a minor in dance. Not quite, but almost. Oh, that's true. He loves <laughs> dancing. <laughs> He's uh-huh. a man of many interests. <laughs> but oh, I just love him. And but he will either win or be our next Bachelor. I am standing by that prophecy. I know you're standing by that prophecy. Um, but that's, yeah, That's the episode. Um, and then there's does anything happen? Anything new happen in the sneak peeks? Uh, the preview. Next week they're going to be in. Uh, Holy ham! I'm in Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Yeah, and it looks like looks like Mike's getting a one on one. Uh huh. And Jed is Jed getting a one on one? Yeah. They there's a scene of him like in a boat with her. And it looks like there's going to be a two on one or a three on. Looks like a three on one. Yeah. Well, okay, so. Uh, and it seems like there was one other. Oh, I think Tyler maybe. Yeah, Tyler, because there's a thing oh, of them yeah. in front of the Hague, right? Yeah. So Tyler, Mike, and Jed look like they're getting one on ones. That's a lot though. And then there's a three on one, so that's six. So there's seven guys left. No, there's so. not. Yeah. No, there's six. No, there's Jed. Oh. Um, Jed, Tyler, Peter, Luke, Mike. Connor and Garrett. One of them's probably going to get sent home. One of them may self-evict? No, not self-evict, but there's someone in the preview, someone's gone, and they're like, Luke, are you happy? Like, this guy's gone. That's right. Yeah, there's one less of us here, but there's also one less of us here that hate you. Right, right. Luke says... (laughs) Or or he's like, and there's still five of us here that hate you. Right, Tyler says that. Luke says, oh, there's one less of us to, you know... And, and Tyler says, yeah, one less, there's still five of us that hate you. <laughs> so, yeah, one must go home pretty early in the episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's interesting. I'm betting it's... Connor. Connor, yeah. Because we see, we still have that showdown between Garrett and Luke. Mm-hmm. Where he says, you're messing up everything. So, I think those two have to be on the three-on-one. Mm-hmm. And then we have the other three on the date. And then Peter. And then Peter. Peter's not going home. Mm-hmm. So it must be, yeah, it must be Connor. Oh, Connor. 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 We're just guessing. We hey, don't know anything. Connor. Connor. Oh, but, yeah, so that's the episode. Don't um, go home, Connor. <laughs> we appreciate you listening, and we are sorry that this got out so late. My laptop wasn't working, and I mentioned that on our Instagram. But we always have excuses, but they, they're real. And we're just living our lives. We do try. We usually try to record on Wednesdays because we usually watch the episode on Tuesdays. Yeah. But then stuff always goes wrong. So we're refining and we're and a mess. Yeah. We're the hot mess express. Choo choo choo. Uh, but yeah. So thank you guys for listening. You should definitely subscribe if you liked listening to us. Rate, you review, should, and subscribe. Yeah. You should Please. also rate and review. We love that. And if you review us, we'll, like, I don't know, tag you on Instagram or something. Or shout out, for sure. Just like Miss MK. Yeah, Miss MK. Mm-hmm. Holla. But, yeah, also follow us on Instagram at the Rosettes Podcast. Oh, and whoever's listening to us in Italy, grazie. 
grazie. Um, we saw that you were listening to us in Italy. I don't know if you'll still listen to this one, but we like seeing where you guys are yeah, listening to. So we also have some like listeners in Tennessee, so holla at you, Jen. <laughs> you think Jen's listening to No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I, I feel bad because we're t- kind of talking trash, well, but t- I wouldn't feel that bad because you're kind of acting like a garbage, so <laughs> if it's well, you, Jen. <laughs> Well, let's keep our fingers crossed. It'll all work out okay for whoever, wherever, whenever. Yeah. Um, but, but also, also like, you guys can Nashville's a huge bachelor oh. hotbed, right? It a is lot a of them live hotbed, there. Yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe Caitlin Bristow's listening to us. Holla, Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably drinking wine right now. Hey, Jason. Classic hey, Caitlin. Jason. <laughs> no, but for real, thank you guys for listening. Um... You should totally email us at rosettespodcast at gmail.com. Also, I think I already mentioned it, but you can follow us on Instagram also, rosettespodcast. We would really appreciate it, and we'd love it if you shared us with your other bachelor-loving people or your moms or your your daughters. And And that's who we are. Yeah, Yeah. and stuff, because we're super eloquent. Yeah, stuff. But uh, we're just a mother-daughter duo, and we just like doing this together, so... If you like listening to us, let us know, and we appreciate it. But okay, we're going to sleep now. We love it's you. It's pretty late. I have to. It's eleven fifty p.m. right now, um, and I have to be at work at five forty-five a.m. So we'll get this out tomorrow after I'm done with work. But thank you guys for listening. Have a wonderful evening or Night. whatever, and we'll see you uh, on next week for next week's episode. Good night. Bye.